This okay. is very peaceful. I honestly That's like nice. this set. Maybe we should just do this every time. Yeah, it actually might help <clears throat> our vibe, generally, our karma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think our karma. Asking yeah. our ancestors for help before we should, recording every episode. I, I mean, however, we are going to get canceled for uh, doing anything related to Chinese ancestor worship because mm. we're both white. Yeah. So I think we need to get some sage. And we can like cancel bait people into trying cancel us, and then you can be like, I'll be actually, like actually, I'm 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 Native American. <laughs> it's a really good like move yeah. on my part. It's to be such able to a do it's that. such an online power move. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you thought I was white? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm a little embarrassed for you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a flex. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like our name, how money is kind of cultural appropriation for sure. Yeah, you know, there's cultural that. appreciation. It's cultural appreciation. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, welcome back. Yeah, to the to the pod. To the pod. So this is kind of like I feel like this is a very much like a big reveal. You a know? big reveal. Yeah, of like, well, we we're named Hell Money. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we named Hell Money? That's a good question. Did we talk about that at all? No. Yeah. So this is this is Hell Money, right here. Here you can have. I found that at like a like hipster witchy store when uh -huh. we were in Austin. Uh, each one of these was ten cents, uh -huh. so I got a stack. And didn't you find it like randomly? Like you mm -hmm. just lucked onto it? Yeah, Diane was just like, "Do you want to go in here?" And I was like, "Yeah." There was literally like a sign on the outside that was like, "Life's a witch, and then you fly." Uh -huh. and I was like, <laughs> oh. "That's like live, these laugh, people love have for my people number. like me." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we went in, and then I saw these in a bowl, and I mm -hmm. was like, "How money?" Of course, they have to buy it. Yep, yep. So now we have this as a, yeah, a prop. They, you, you see this in like um a lot of weird like novelty goods stores like like you, you like you saw them. But the interesting thing is that that they're actually kind of diverted from their real purpose. Um, like they're they're made for another purpose, and Americans just go, oh look, that's cute. It says Bank of Hell, and it's got weird like you know Chinese characters on it. Mm -hmm. But the real purpose is used in uh, Chinese ancestor worship. Okay. And I know that you know this, but this is you know for the yeah, give the us benefit of everybody listening at home. Everyone who's so curious, incredibly curious, yeah. yeah. So uh, Hell Money is so there's a you know you often see it when you go to like a Chinese restaurant or a temple or something. You'll see like a little shrine, usually have like incense or some fruit or something. Um, and they're offerings to uh, recently and not so recently departed ancestors to mm -hmm. help them in the underworld. Uh, right. So, so you you would burn hell money so that they have some money wait, to like wait, buy their we stuff. We haven't gotten to the money. Oh, we sorry, just talked about sorry. the fruit and the incense <laughs> and stuff. So and then uh, you'll... Uh, there's also this tradition of what's called joss paper, which is basically making pieces of paper that represent goods and objects that are useful to the dead and then burning it as a way of sort of transporting those objects. So you could do like a, like you could have like a fashion magazine. You could like cut out pieces from like a fashion magazine and like burn it for your fashionable ancestor. Yep. And that in would fact, be like an example. Yeah. And you see this joss paper that's like, it'll be like a, it's just a piece of paper, like a piece of like construction paper. And it'll have like a picture of like a comb and like scissors and like all this like just day-to-day -day useful stuff. They need it. They need it. Yeah. yeah. Like, they cut their dead hair. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and so then, uh, of course, a uh, traditional form of Joss paper is like representing money or representing uh, gold. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know when it happened. I mean, I guess it happened at some time, a long time, the a long, uh, around the same time that the dollar started to be ascendant, that they started making joss paper as um in in the form or similar to 
U.S. dollars mm-hmm. or 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 other sort of forms of like interna- internationally recognized paper money. Mm-hmm. And so then they created these notes. Notes like these started to become popular, and essentially due to, as I understand it, a mistranslation. Uh, they wound up being called like Bank of Hell, Hell Dollars, Hell Notes. Yeah, this notes. says Hell Bank Note. Yeah, yeah. But really, it's just it the the word that is that is that they're translating Hell into really just kind of means like underworld or or afterlife. Yeah, it's kind of just a weird mistranslation. Like whoever was translating it right didn't underworld. Realize. I feel like we don't like in Western whatever Christianity culture we don't have like an underworld that's not Hell. Yeah, I mean we sort you of know? have purgatory. That's true. But purgatory. But that's not even really what this is about either. No, and purgatory is, is bad too. Yeah. You have to spend more time in purgatory the worse you were on earth. Do you believe in hell? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't believe in any sort of afterlife. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it makes me miserable. I wish I believed in an afterlife. Absolutely. Life would be great. I think all the time, like, yeah, man, I really wish that there was like somewhere. Wish we you had to... some damn cope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need this cope. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in hell. No, okay. That's well, good. I don't know. Whatever. Hell is on earth sometimes. True. So spiritually speaking, yep. hell's everywhere. So, uh, and this guy on it, I think he's like the king of the underworld or something. Okay. Um, yeah. And so the appropriate thing to do with hell money is to burn it. You burn it. Yeah. So, so that you can give it to your ancestors. Yep. That's right. I don't know. I got to do, we got do, do, I mean, I, my uncle Bruce died a few years ago. Okay. Uh, like he could use some, some cash in the, in the underworld. Okay. So this is, I'm burning it for, for uncle Bruce. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, he was a great guy. Totally insane. Mm-hmm. I think I told you that he, uh, like he shunned Western medicine and at one point he, we had, we had like termites in my home and he, he told my dad that he could, um, rid the house of termites. If my dad, like remotely, if my dad sent him a sample of, uh, his toenails, like wow. they were like, yeah, they were like, they were like the termites were attracted to some vibration in the toenails and <laughs> using the toenails, he could like remotely purge the, uh, the house of the termites. Did it work? I don't think my dad ever actually sent him the toenails. Mm, that was his mistake. Yeah. Yeah. There Do you, you want to burn it for me since I'm holding the? No, you got to burn it. Okay. I'll hold the. Right. I'll, the I'll, hold, I'll hold the. Uh, hold You'll the do lighter. the lighter. Yeah. Okay. Anyone in particular? That yeah. Let's let's do it for my grandfather, my Native American grandfather. Tell me about him. So he died like a year before COVID, which was um, honestly good because he was like fully nomadic, did mm. not live anywhere mm-hmm. for the last ten years of his life, and I just can't even imagine how stressful that would have been for everyone in the family to have to deal with like being like, where the fuck is he? Yeah. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, he was an incredible man and uh, he went out on like his own terms. He was like, my kidneys are failing. I can do dialysis and get a kidney transplant. Or you know what? I can just like eat steaks for the next week and say goodbye to all my loved ones and just fucking die. Wow. It was really dope. That's legit. It was incredibly respectable. And so everyone just got a chance to like come to his bedside and like say their goodbyes and do it. He got to do it his way. Cause mm. he was like, I don't want to be bound to some place or mm-hmm. like be like bedridden for the rest of my life. Like I like my, right. my lifestyle. And if yeah. I can't have my lifestyle, I'm out. Yeah. It's I dope. think, I think that's an incredibly like, um, rational, like together thing. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately the fear of death is a bit irrational. It's it, not irrational, but it's just kind of programmed into us, Yeah, you know? And so being able to be like, okay, I'm going to, make trade-offs that maybe make me die sooner, but have a better life while I'm here are, are kind of noble and are, are kind of very intelligent. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, I think it's also like a way to be at peace with death because you kind of 
fully get a chance to accept it. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, it kind of feels like the best way to die to yeah. be like, I'm choosing to die yeah. as opposed to do whatever else. Yeah. And, you know, he just got to get like pain meds and like not have to like, you know, just was able to die in his sleep and mm-hmm. whatever. And it was cute. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. So, you know, hell money for him. Yeah. So the, the sort of this interesting thing about hell money and like parallels to the fiat world, mm-hmm. which is that, um, and this is entirely, yeah. So, uh, I, I don't, I wish I had some old hell money, like from the sixties or something when it first was like developed, but I assume that it just had like smaller denominations, you know, mm. like it, it was like real like bills. Yeah, like, cause you these know. are 10,000. Yeah. These are 10,000. Whatever hell bank dollars. distributes. Dollars. The bank of hell uses is denominated yeah, in dollars true. Yeah, like who, who knew mm-hmm. yeah um so uh there's essentially been inflation in hell money right runaway inflation right we're up to ten thousand dollar notes and i think you can get like billion dollar or trillion dollar hell money notes well, on amazon and we're just burning this money to send to them we're just printing money in the right. underworld so anytime somebody uh getting a little nervous we got all this smoke here Hopefully it doesn't turn on the fire extinguisher. Whatever. It's fine. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> um, but uh, so like every time you burn hell money, that is going to um, the underworld. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. so it's, it's just turning on the money printer. We're in the, the money underworld. printer. Yep. And so at first it's probably great. Like, you know, if you have some, rel- it's, it's the, okay. So it's, you're turning on the money printer and you're creating inflation mm-hmm. in uh, the underworld. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, think about this. Do you, you know what the Cantillion effect is or the Cantillon effect? Is that proximity to the money printer? That's proximity to the money printer. So if so, the if you are in the underworld mm-hmm. and you are like recently deceased, people are still burning money for you. Okay. Yeah. So like you're benefiting from all this inflation. Right. But all the people who were deceased like long ago and then and don't have people burning money for them on the overworld, on our world, mm-hmm. they're just subject to runaway inflation. Right. They're just getting fuckity fucked fucked like their hell, you know, uh, candy bars and their hell haircuts that they're trying to buy is 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 worth millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right. I mean, we're we're going to burn like a cool, you know, hundred thousand in hell money, Mm -hmm. you know, just here, you know, and just here right now. Yeah. And what's your grandfather's name? Dean. Dean. Yeah. So Dean and Bruce are doing good. They're going to they're going to eat good tonight. But we are fucking over the rest of the, the overall macroeconomic situation. The overall <laughs> macroeconomic situation. Yeah. Is who's the who's the most recently deceased Fed chairman? Why would I know that? I don't know. Is it Ben Bernanke? Sure. Or is it Paul Volcker? Mm, I mean, let's we could do it for Paul Volcker. Yeah. So well, Paul Volcker is dead. So Paul Volcker is probably down there being like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? You are <laughs> fucking shit up." We have to. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, this, this came to me, uh, through a conversation with a, a Bitcoiner that I met on a, before I got onto a plane at some point recently to going go to, to Austin, of going course. to Austin. Yeah. Um, and we were like riffing on this and you know, one thing that struck me was that like, why is the world so fucked up? Well, like why are you asking? Yeah. I'm asking. I don't know. But karma. I mean, listen, yeah. Where's that karma coming from? Probably whatever overworld, we're the underworld too. This is what's coming from. We're burning this hell money. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're throwing the underworld into a macroeconomic chaos. chaos. Yeah. Okay. What do you think they're doing for our karma? Yeah. No, this is not. This is not. 
the the underworld is retaliating. The world is so fucked up because the underworld is retaliating for us completely burning fucking all this up. hell money. Yeah, for us burning up the money, causing runaway inflation, mm. right? And probably, you know, additionally, like why do we have so much inflation in in the overworld? Probably as karmic revenge from the underworld for creating inflation there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we deserve it. Yeah. We're burning. We've probably burned a hundred thousand dollars right now. At least. At least. At least. We're gonna burn a hundred thousand dollars more. <laughs> We're going to burn so much hell money until the fire alarm goes off and yeah. the sprinklers literally stop us. Just noticing that the more completely you burn it, the less it, uh, the less it smokes. Mm. I think it's like impartial combustion. Yeah. yeah you really want to maximize that inflation. Well, so where does that leave like hell money as like a name and a concept? I think it really just firmly means that, well, is it, is it, is Bitcoin, maybe it's yeah because this was a question at one point is is bitcoin hell money yeah or is, or is fiat, fiat hell money? money and then does that make our podcast named after fiat or bitcoin or like just this i think it i think it's uh okay so when we can imagine like when well when you destroy hell money it goes to the underworld mm -hmm. right so sometimes bitcoin is destroyed Sometimes ordinals are destroyed. Bitcoin, yeah. Ordinals, by extension, sometimes destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one has to imagine that when Bitcoin is destroyed, it too, you know, travels to the underworld, right? Right. So the underworld probably already has a little stash of Bitcoin going on, you know? Yeah, just From a like, little bit though, right? Yep. From these like uh, burned, uh, burned, burned, burn Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Maybe not a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of ways that Bitcoin can be rendered unspendable. Does that make it? Yeah. Okay. So like how much Bitcoin do you think exists uh, in the underworld? Can you maybe I, I'd have to look it up, but probably at least tens of thousands of Bitcoin for sure. Okay. Yeah. And there's a question if, if the keys are lost, does that also go to the underworld? Or does it have to be intentionally destroyed? I feel like it has to be intentionally mm, destroyed mm. like maybe we should destroy some bitcoin yeah right yeah, <laughs> as an should. offering yeah. to our ancestors you know yeah. rather than just giving them this fiat hell yeah yeah you know we could do that we could do that like right now okay actually actually no we shouldn't do that because it would dox my dox my sats on air which i don't want to do um it would be pretty insane to sacrifice a rare ordinal for it your would. ancestors. I mean, they sure would appreciate that though, right? Mm -hmm. But anyways, if you think about what this is doing to the economy, like little bits of Bitcoin are starting to trickle into the underworld right. accidentally. Mm -hmm. And presumably the those who are most savvy among the dead are starting to adopt it. Right. Like Hal Finney, right? Hal Finney was an early Bitcoin yeah, engineer. Yeah, he's probably just been waiting. So he's been he recognizes the value of the Bitcoin. So it's it's, right. it's possible that the underworld is already, as we speak transitioning to a bitcoin standard yeah and this they're just laughing in our they're face they're just laughing they're like it. Yeah. these idiots haven't even yeah. figured out their own hell money yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah let yeah. alone so i think that's what i mean i think maybe it's maybe it remains ambiguous mm -hmm. you know is hell money fiat the hell money that we burn as paper and send to the underworld mm -hmm. or is hell money bitcoin as as the true hard assets that we should be yeah burning and offering and that probably is already you know a hard asset in the underworld i think it's also a nice like uh nod to the karmic nature of our economic system mm -hmm. you know like hell money is kind of this recognition of like the karmic underworld and it's kind of a recognition of like what goes around comes around exactly you know? exactly so i think it's it's also sort of a 
it's a nod to like the spiritual energetic side of things yeah. that yeah. we like to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. So I, okay. So it remains ambiguous. It remains ambiguous. You know, the light in the dark, mm. one foot in the water, one foot on land living between the realms. How money? Yeah. Liminal. <laughs> I like it. Were we going to talk about anything else with hell money? I don't know. Oh, goal of the podcast? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I was listening to another... I was thinking that, like, you know, we should have some sort of explicit goal of the podcast. Yeah. You know, like, what is the goal of the Hell Money what podcast? Is it that we're, <laughs> what is it that we're doing here? Yeah, what are we, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> um, have you come to a conclusion? I want to ask, I want to ask you. I really Me? like, we, we have microphones, so we can get really close to the yeah, microphone. We can, we can really sort of whisper. Intimate. You know? This yeah. is called the proximity effect. This is the proximity effect. Erin made fun of me for calling it the proximity effect. <laughs> she was like, why don't you just call it the getting close Wait, effect? Wait, what was the money printer thing? Catalan? What was it? Cant I think it's... Cantilli what it's, is it? It's Cantillion or Cantillon. It's kind of like that. What do you mean? Proximity to the mic, proximity to the money printer. That's right. This the is the Cantillion effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the goal of the podcast. I feel like we each have slightly different goals because we like I have a different goal than you mm. because I think we have different angles that we're coming at yeah. podcasting yeah. with what's your goal my goal is to bring the vibes to mm. Bitcoin well why do you want to bring the vibes to Bitcoin because I think Bitcoin deserves vibes mm. I feel like this is a way that I can like interact with the Bitcoin ecosystem you know I'm mm. not like a programmer like a dev mm -hmm. I'm not really like you write a little Python sometimes you write a little Python sometimes yeah <laughs> I do. Just need to counteract the dumb hoe uh, narrative, <laughs> <laughs> which is your narrative to be clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I think like, I like that. I don't know. I get to meet interesting people. And also I feel like the types of conversations that we have both together and with other people are something that there isn't much of in Bitcoin. It's mm. like, we're a little more like philosophical and right. vibesy and, yeah. I like bringing that to Bitcoin because to me, Bitcoin is like the most exciting political, societal, economic, technological development of mm. my lifetime. Yep. Yeah. And I want to talk about it yeah. and I want to yeah. suss things out and I want to like bring, I, I think like conversations and talking about ideas is mm. how you actually like, it's yeah. how I actually learn. It's yeah. how I actually yeah. like process things and I hope that that's kind of like what we're able to do is have conversations that make people think about things differently. Cause I also think maybe we're not bringing the kind of like classic Bitcoin maxi perspective mm -hmm. all the time either. Yep. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Just bring, bring the vibes, bring something different, bring some philosophical, spiritual, energetic <laughs> something. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's my, that's yeah. my goal. I think, I think it's a, a great goal. Like I think a lot of people probably um, are maybe intimidated and like maybe if they're not devs, they don't know how they can contribute. Mm -hmm. But I think there's lots of ways that people can contribute to Bitcoin and those ways are super valuable. So like, you know, you bringing the vibes to Bitcoin, it reminds me of other people like um, Tommy, who's an artist at Bitcoin Magazine. Mm -hmm. He's not a dev. Like we hung out in his like, he showed me his little like art studio in the Bitcoin Magazine warehouse where he like smokes joints and draws pictures of Pepe the Frog. That's very cute. And he's like bringing the art to Bitcoin. I, we got a plane going by. I wonder yeah. what's going to happen to the audio. They're going to come bomb us yeah. for burning all this hell money. This actually is like odd. Like that's like a, I've never heard a jet like that. 
Uh, so, what were you saying, Tommy? Drawing Pepe's. Yeah, to Tommy's Tommy's bringing the the the, the Pepe's and the art to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. uh, a way slice at uh, the we did a I went to a thing in um, Nashville last week, which was like a meetup for Bitcoin meetup organizers. Mm -hmm. uh, since I run S SF Bitcoin Devs, mm -hmm. the San Francisco monthly San Francisco Bitcoin meetup, definitely show up mm -hmm. um, next Monday. We're gonna do our next. Uh, we're gonna post this after Socratic seminar. Oh yeah, we're gonna post this afterwards. Yeah, okay, so next, screwed. next, next Monday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, so, there's this dude, a way slice that he does like these. He does like beef steaks where he will cook food for a whole bunch of Bitcoiners, mm -hmm. and it's incredible. It's super delicious. It's an mm -hmm. amazing time. You eat the meat with your hands. He wow hands out cigars in the middle. Like it's a real experience, right? And he's not a dev, and he's like really contributing. That's bringing the vibes to Bitcoin. Yeah, like. Yeah, that that is definitely a vibes contributor. Yeah, he's yeah. So he's also bringing the vibes to Bitcoin. And so I think vibes are valuable. Mm -hmm. We need the art vibes and the beef vibes and the astrology vibes. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're going to crush the filthy uh, fiat uh, aggressors. Right. Totally. Agreed. Um, and then I guess my goal is like, uh, yeah, like I want more people to use Bitcoin because I think Bitcoin is good. Oh, damn, that really got away that from you. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> So like I, I, ooh, yeah, that one too. For audio listeners, we're just burning more hell money. Yeah. For audio listeners, we've been burning these green hell money banknotes the entire time. Yeah. Sorry for not mentioning that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I think Bitcoin is good. And so I sort of want to ad advance its adoption. Mm -hmm. And I think Bitcoin needs, actually, I mean, maybe my goal is to kind of bring the vibes to Bitcoin too. Like I think Bitcoin needs art. I think Bitcoin needs culture. I think it needs like cultural cachet. I think people, um, if it's going to win, like those are the things that are is going to win, and those are the things gonna, that are going to change the narrative. From Bitcoin is just this, you know, libertarian fever dream mm -hmm. to Bitcoin is something fun and cool that benefits all of us. Right. And so, I, yeah, the, I'm, I, I, I just, I discard my own goals. I fully, I fully adopt your goals. We're bring, just bringing the vibes. Bringing the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing the vibes to Bitcoin. I feel like you're bringing the vibes in like a slightly more uh, technically specific way, in that like you're doing more active work tangible work well i mean you know what is tangible really that's i just true. write code you that's know? true i'm up here editing the podcast yeah, so yeah, i guess yeah. that's also tangible yeah, 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 labor yeah. yeah labor yeah but like like yeah no i mean aside from the podcast also ordinals is part of bringing the vibes to bitcoin exactly yeah, yeah but that's podcasting what I mean. for sure bringing the vibes to bitcoin mm -hmm. made me think maybe we should do at least one interview each where where we don't have the other person where you talk to somebody and then a, a separate interview, then I talk to somebody who's different. Why? Because I think you'd get totally different, <laughs> totally different vibes. Like I want to see what your what your interview style is like when I'm not around and you're just like vibing with somebody else. I could have someone dress up as you. Right. And... Yeah, you could. That's not exactly what I had in mind, but you know, you certainly could. I do could that. just not even mention it. Just yeah. pretend that it's it's somebody, you know. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's it. That's it. Not even mention that it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, see if anyone notices. Yeah. I actually was already sort of planning on doing that with, um, uh, Twitter spaces. Cause Diane's not on Twitter uh -huh. and Dee was like, we should do a Bitcoin bitches like Twitter's thing, whatever. Uh -huh. And I was like, Oh, Diane and I could join from the hell money account. And I could just pretend that Diane is Casey. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'd be perfect. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Bitcoin Bitcoin Vibes podcast is yeah, really Bitcoin the Vibes best podcast. description of what we're what we're doing, what we're fucking doing here. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, should we move on to the second segment of uh, today's podcast? Yeah, I think now that we've kind of set the ritualistic, you know, we've opened the circle right. as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now we can kind of, we can bring in the major activity. Yep. Which uh, is... Sinking a Bitcoin core node. We're going to sink a Bitcoin core node yeah. for the uh, pod. Yeah, and it's it's something that I think everybody should just be aware. Oh yeah, before we do this... You going to screen record? Yeah, I need to screen record okay. so that you can do a little pop-up. Yeah. So Casey's going to screen record, sink a Bitcoin core node, and then I'll add the video so mm-hmm. that, you know everyone can see just exactly how it's done yep all right is it going yep uh yeah now that's screen recording so what is this symbol oh uh uh this is the date and this is the time yeah the date is determined by the earth's progression around the sun the sun which is why it has the sun symbol that's right yeah and the time is determined by earth's earth itself's spin and so it has the earth symbol hmm yeah wow i like that yep uh so yeah this is my terminal uh, this is actually kind of a sacred space. I do a lot of work in there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty sacred. It feels kind of like, you know, we're, we're like engaging with the ancestral plane yeah. with this going on yeah. here, you know? And and to be clear, there's nothing about this terminal that prevents you from, you don't need to set up your terminal, like look cool. Certainly should. Yeah. But, uh, you can just do this with a normal windows machine. And, and what I really want to express to people and show people is like how easy it is to run a Bitcoin core node on a home computer. Okay. Um, you need, you don't really need that fast of a computer but you should have an SSD and not like a spinning disk. Mm. And ideally you should have about 500 gigabytes of storage to save the downloaded blockchain. Okay. So this, I, I, before we started, I usually have a synced, a fully sunk uh, Bitcoin core node. Um, but I removed the, uh, blockchain so that I could sync it for you. And I also, um, I also, uh, brew, I also uninstalled it so I could install it. Okay. So I'm on a Mac. God, this is, I'm just really making a hash of this. I'm not used to this angle. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Um, okay, so. Brew uh, install Bitcoin. Brew install Bitcoin. Homebrew is a Mac package manager, so it, it's you should install that first. Okay. It's called Homebrew. Um, so yeah, just going to install Bitcoin. All right. It's, uh, it's downloading. Let's see. Oh, yeah, nice. My uh, I'm not connected to the internet. Let me cool. just connect to the internet here. Connect to the node. Yeah. Uh, there we go. All right. I think I have to restart. The, oh, there we okay. go. Yep. Amazing. Yep. So it's just downloading some random shit. It's got to download Boost. We've been trying to get get Boost out of Bitcoin Core for a long time, but we haven't yet, yet succeeded. I like the manifests. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like Bitcoin from, manifests. <laughs> we got to manifest some Bitcoin yeah. up in this bitch. So it's installing some dependencies. Installing ICU4, I don't know what that is. Installing Boost, that's like a C++ helper library. And now it's installing Bitcoin. Amazing. Yep. Oh, now now it's, what is it doing? Upgrading five dependents of upgraded formulas. Now it's just updating some extra shit that it, it doesn't, doesn't need to, but it's just doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. I hate it when it does this. You're like, I just want to install this package. I don't want to like go fucking ham upgrading everything on my system, but then it does it anyways. Well, it's looking out for you. Yeah. It's doing what it thinks is best. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Even if it's a little like uh, confused. Do you like computer personality or do you have like any thoughts on computer personality? Yeah, I do like computer personality. Mm. You mean like the personality of the computer? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that there is like, 
a lot of interesting, like there is like a personality in there. Uh, sometimes it's obscured, but it's a very like helpful, creative, um, utilitarian, practical personality. And mm -hmm. it sort of represents the best of humanity and the software artifacts that we make to do things and the way that we design our systems and the good systems like, you know, Unix, for example, that embody good ideas tend to stick around and proliferate and the bad systems kind of get discarded. And so as a result, I think the, uh, the personality is quite personality of computers is quite good. It's fun. Cause it's like very logical, obviously it follows specific rules and mm -hmm. then that kind of makes it stupid in certain ways that are kind of charming and cute. Yeah. You know, it's like, yep. oh, I guess this is what it was trying to do. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So now we have Bitcoin. Okay. And so now I can run the Bitcoin D command. Bitcoin which, D. Yep. Which that stands for Bitcoin daemon. Mm -hmm. A daemon, which is spelled D-A-E-M-O-N. Okay. Is really just a weird way of spelling daemon. And it's something that runs in the background. <gasps> so you're on your computer doing your business, you know, mm -hmm. opening apps. And there are apps running in the background. There are daemons running on your computer. Wow. And we're going to launch Bitcoin D, which is just one such daemon. It is true that anything you do in life, there's always little demons running around in the background. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to hit return? Do you yeah. want to do the uh, honors? Yep. So yeah, so it's lo it's loading addresses from D DNS seeds. Thank you, Wiz. Thank you, Peter Todd. Thank Lu Luke Dashir. Thanks, D thanks Jonah Schnelli. Um, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Sipa. Uh, so it's just getting introduced to new Bitcoin peer-to-peer -peer nodes, uh, finding its place in the network. And now it's downloading block headers. Block headers are only 80 bytes each. Every block has an 80 byte block header. Hmm. So it's just, it's just catching up. It's just downloading the block headers. Um, obviously these are, we're about 50% done. So we're probably five, about five years ago, six years ago. Mm -hmm. Downloading the block headers is very fast. You can download a full year's worth of block headers in, in no time at all. And so getting block headers is the, um, is the way that you determine, um, what the, what the sort of longest chain is without validating it, what the heaviest chain is, the chain with the most work. And it looks like we found the chain tip. And so now we're downloading actual blocks. So these blocks are from very early in Bitcoin's history. You can see 2009. Wow. Yeah. We're syncing through all of the old transactions. Um, and these blocks are very small and so it's go going very fast because early in bitcoin's history the blocks were almost empty wow i love going through like the time lapse like this yeah this is beautiful yeah and you can see the progress here and when it gets to one we'll be fully sunk wow oh my gosh think about all the rare ordinals in there Oh yeah, no, the there those are choice <laughs> yeah. ordinals. Extremely chose choice ordinals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so now we're almost at the end of two thousand ten. Let's see, when was my ordinal? Twenty sixteen or something like that? Twenty seventeen? Oh, the Aaron Red Wing. Just docks me on the pod. Oh, you can cut that out. You can bleep it out. <laughs> just bleep it out. <laughs> You should just randomly bleep out things that I say and like make it <laughs> mysterious. Like why did, what did he, could, could he have possibly said that was like, I've uh, thought about doing that. Honestly, You should do that. You yeah. should do that just for the lulls. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Light me up too. All right. More hell money. Yeah. This is really just accelerating the hyper Bitcoinization. That's of the actually underworld. very true. We're being accelerationists right now by burning all this hell money. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, it's it's running now um and it'll take um 
God, depending on how fast your computer and how fast your internet connection is, I think it takes about a day to download. To fully. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I should say, like, if your computer's slow, it'll take longer. It'll take a few days, maybe even up to a week if you have a slow connection. Mm -hmm. But you can just let it run in the background and it'll, it'll, the daemon will continue to work. And so basically what it's doing is it's just downloading the entirety of like the transaction history. Not just downloading it, but also validating it. Okay. Making sure that each transaction that needed a signature, one or more signatures had those signatures, mm -hmm. that the locking scripts for each transaction was satisfied, that time locks were satisfied, that no transactions created Bitcoin out of thin air, mm -hmm. um, and all the other properties that must hold in order for a transaction and thus a block and thus the chain that the block is included in to be valid. And can you explain like, why is it important for people to run nodes? Like what does it do for Bitcoin? Right. So when you run a node and you use it to verify your own transactions, you are increasing the security of the honest chain. Um, you are just running your own full node, like in some in some cases that can help, and like not using it, just like running it on Amazon. Eh, whatever, that's kind of like neither here nor there if it really benefits anybody. I think you should still do it just as a fun exercise, but mm -hmm. the real power of Bitcoin is you, when you run your own full node and you um, verify your transactions with that full node, you are helping to reinforce what Bitcoin is. Mm -hmm. When, if, if let's say I was selling you something, um, like a car or something, and so I gave you the car and then you sent me a Bitcoin transaction, and then I checked with my own full node that it was, that it was accepted, um, one is I'm like fully self-sovereign, like I'm not trusting anybody to, to tell me that my transaction is, is, is accepted. But then also I'm like, if, if, if some minor or some uh, coalition of nodes tries to change the rules of the Bitcoin network, my full node would just reject that. Right. And if, if you if, let's say that let's say that Segwit 2x, the hostile block size increase, the hostile hard fork back in 2007, 17, let's say that that had had gone through, mm -hmm. that they had actually done that. Um, when you paid me, if you were paying me with Segwit 2x Bitcoin, the way that they had designed the fork, if I didn't run my full node, I might not really be able to tell. Mm -hmm. uh, my, I, I might be using a light client or something that could be tricked into following the wrong chain. Mm -hmm. But with my own node, I just would go like, oh yeah, I didn't see that transaction. Like you didn't pay me. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of like, I'm enforcing the rules of the network and throwing my own economics, economic weight behind the, the honest, correct, secure Bitcoin network. So it creates like decentralized consensus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the essential activity that you do when you run a, a node is you check your own transactions. Did the node that I run accept the transaction that somebody said that they sent me? That's right. the activity. That's the, that's the activity. And what the node is doing right now, um, it's on a computer. This computer is called A because I just name all my computers after letters so this is a it's the last ordinal it's the last ordinal yeah that's right <laughs> extra significance i didn't think of that until now um so what a is doing right now is it's ripping through the blockchain and it's maintaining what's called it's building what's called the utxo set mm -hmm. which is the unspent transaction output set check out um craft store craft store bitcoin an earlier episode of uh yeah it was our first craft store bitcoin I think yeah, so. First craft store Bitcoin. Yeah. First yeah. craft store Bitcoin is UTXO. Second craft store Bitcoin is Lightning Network. It's 420. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> blaze it? Blaze it. Yeah. 420 blaze it. 
for people at home we're lighting more hell money yeah, and the, the clock says 420 yeah. we really got to get the we got to get a captioner or something yeah um for all our fountainheads out there yeah for all our fountainheads <laughs> oh yeah which reminds me um if you're on fountain i think we haven't talked about this but we should start reading boosts on air Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how many boosts should we read each time? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just send some good boosts. We'll read them to start. Okay. To start. Yeah. Whatever. Send some good boosts. We'll read the send good boosts. Send some good boosts. We'll read your boosts. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> and if there's too many, but, but I just really want to emphasize that if there's too many good boosts, then we'll prioritize the ones that pay the most sats. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Just really <laughs> want to get capitalism to be working for us. Yeah. Right, you really right, got to right. row in the same direction as capitalism. <laughs> yeah. What was the, is it December 12th or 21st that was supposed to be the 2012 end of the world? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I think it was the 21st. Okay. I think it was 12, 21, 12. Okay. So we're almost there. We're almost Almost there. at the Mayan end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little scared. Maybe, maybe this is what's going to do it. Resyncing again. I mean, we're that burning all this fucking hell money. Yeah. Like we're definitely fucking up our karma right now. What do you think? What do you think Dean is buying with all the hell money? Oh God. I don't know. Like. A hat. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Bruce is buying. Bruce is buying a lot of like woo, like uh, fake non-Western medicine shit. He's buying like liniments and like ointments and like weird machines made by like phys like crank physicists in California that like purport to like rid your house of termites. Like that's those machines are expensive. I went to his house in uh, State College. Yeah. Wow. And uh, he had all these like super expensive, obviously super expensive, like machines that had like crazy dials on them. They were obviously super expensive because they're made by cranks. Like they don't do right. anything. Yeah. So they've got to look expensive. Um, otherwise, they, they don't really work. Um, oh, yeah. You want to get that one a little yeah, bit more? Yeah, we got to get this one a little bit more. This is only partially burned. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize this was your state college relative. Yeah, that's, that's my state beautiful. college relative. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I have two state college relatives. Do you know that? No. Yeah, Bruce lived in state college, and then my grandparents lived in state college. And they wow. were unrelated. Two different sides of the family. That's something about state college, man. That's something where I grew up. Something about state college, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. 12, 19, 12, yeah. 20. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Wow, that went really fast. We made it. We made it. So yeah, so what the A node is doing is it's building the UTXO set. And the UTXO set is the unspent transaction output set. And it it allows A to determine very quickly if, if A's user has been paid. Hmm. So the A node, my computer, is like kind of my agent, my Bitcoin core node. It's like ask, ask, acting on my behalf. Mm -hmm. And it's building this way that it can look up very quickly whether or not a certain output is unspent, i.e. if it's been sent and hasn't been spent yet. And so that's how you check if you've been paid. You go, is there a new UTXO with with my name on it, i.e. my address, um, or or one of my addresses that's in the UTXO set? And anyone can see that, but then they don't know what key is affiliated with what person necessarily. They don't know what address is affiliated with per which with with which person, and of course they don't know the private key behind every address. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 all I wanted to get to with syncing the Bitcoin core node. That was so easy. Yeah, super easy. And I really want to like remember like um and there's also a graphical version that you can use if you go to bitcoincore.org, I think it's called. I like this. I'm glad that we went with this. Yeah, this one is very aesthetic, mm -hmm. uh, extremely aesthetic. I actually think it's a little bit more aesthetic if you um make it smaller so that the lines all line up. Right. Yeah. Like you, Let's do, see. you go like this. 
Yeah. Oh. And then they line up and it's very pleasing. That's beautiful. Yeah. And this kind of looks like the um Joy Division shirt. Mm-hmm. Right? The that Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it looks really good. That famous like audio lines or something, mm-hmm. waveform. Yeah. There's so many different t-shirt variations of that design. Like you figure something out. That's the Helvetica of t-shirt designs. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Figure out some Bitcoin merch. Yeah. So do we have anything else for this episode or should we just cut it? I think we should wrap it up because we have to go soon. Casey yeah. is going to go shill ordinals. Yeah. All, I'm always shilling ordinals every yeah. day. ABSO, always be shilling ordinals. And somehow like... There's a worm in my brain that now has me shilling ordinals. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I have, the, I mean, like, I have an intern mm-hmm. now. Actually, I really like calling him my apprentice. Yeah. Also because More he's... More respectable. Yeah, and it's, he's German, and so that, like, in Germany, German, Germany actually has a very, um, like, healthy apprenticeship system. It's very right. normal in Germany to get an apprenticeship for any sort of trade that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a very good way. And, and honestly, uh, so this is sort of my second apprentice um liam was my first apprentice and both and uh it's working out great with raf so far and it was super fun and awesome with liam so i think if you've been doing anything for like 10 years you should go find an apprentice mm-hmm. um it's very fulfilling it's very rewarding and it's great for you because you get some like motivation you get some additional help and then it's great for the person who is your apprentice because they get to learn the tools of the trade and just how it's done yeah um, and it can be a very low key low stress uh you don't need to do it for a long period of time you can just do like a three month you know apprenticeship um so yeah highly recommended yeah and like you're angling to become the uh ordinals the aesthetic systems which is the ordinals corporation uh pm right yeah yeah chief vibes officer chief vibes officer <laughs> the cvo <laughs> yeah you're gonna be the only woman and people are gonna say oh she's the chief vagina officer <laughs> that was really good usually i don't like your like uh like potty humor but that one <laughs> Really? That one landed. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little deranged from all the smoke. Yeah. Right. The smoke. Yeah. The vibes. The vibes are strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. Mentorship relationships are very rewarding. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. I, um, should we, should we sign off? Yeah. Let's sign off. So we let's can wrap go it shell off. more ordinals to people. Yep. Yeah. Jay, we're up to 2013. Uh, I'll leave this sinking and I'll report in, uh, the next episode with a brief status update for my uh, Bitcoin node. Perfect. Yep. Love to hear it. Okay. Um, well, great. Yep. Short episode, but you know, yeah. we just, we just had vibes. Good rip. A lot of vibes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. All right. We'll see you next time. Awesome. Bye everybody. Bye.